Welcome to the Southside Trap Podcast. I'm your host, Sandra, and I'm bringing you a Chicago-centric soccer podcast focused on the Chicago Red Stars and the NWSL. Let's do this. Welcome to another episode of the Southside Trap Podcast, and it's another special edition episode of the Southside Trap Podcast, because Little Orphan Me is being hosted by my friend, homie, and colleague, Claremont, a.k.a. Claire Watkins, yeah. a.k.a. Scam Originator. Perhaps in this apartment for the last time. Yeah. Wow. I, you know, we just We've had come to, so far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We just, um, we just had to get it in one last time on the north side, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, because eventually you're going to be a South Sider. I'll at the very least be a mid sider. Exactly. I'm moving down, moving on down. Is it South of, yeah, it's South of Madison. Anything, Madison is like the cutoff line. Oh no, I might still be a couple blocks North of Madison. Oh man. Oh yeah. no. Oh no. Oh, and that was, that concludes this episode. Oh, of the South, oh. Of the South Side no. <laughs> I'm so close. <sighs> Come to the dark side, Claire. I uh, someday I'll get there. I'm working on it. We are gonna recap Seattle versus Chicago for you guys, and we are going to try to do it without yelling with loud voices. Mm-hmm. Gonna be calm. I mean, it's it was a sub, it was a subdued game, so we're gonna treat it uh, with the energy that perhaps it deserves. You know what? That's a good way to put it. The energy that it perhaps deserves. Uh, Seattle and Chicago uh, played themselves. They did play themselves. They played themselves. Both of them did. They really to, did. They played, they played each other and themselves. <laughs> they both played each other and themselves to a zero, zero draw. Um, I don't think anybody, I don't know anyone who, well, within our little realm of people who cover the sport, actually had them pick like at a zero zero draw I think going into this game uh a lot of people out there probably thought the Red Stars were going to come away with that L yeah I mean Seattle had just dropped uh oh I who did they just they'd won four to one against sky Sky blue right I I got confused because I for a second I genuinely couldn't believe that Seattle and sky blue had played each other twice but believe it or not they have uh two teams the two least uh gamed teams of the league have played each other twice but um yeah they had just uh, dropped sky blue down four to one and i don't think any wasn't anyone was anticipating chicago holding seattle scoreless no i mean it was a it was an interesting starting lineup to do it uh let's see we had Alyssa nair in net doing her thing sarah gordon samantha johnson katie Naughton, aaron gillen for the back line um, you had some midfielders for Danny Colaprico, Nikki Stanton, Alyssa Motts, Julie Ertz, and Sophia Huerta and Sam Kerr kind of rounded things up up top there. Um, yeah, the 4-3-3 or the, or the 4-2-3-1, whichever way you want to put it. I mean, what do you think we saw out of the Chicago's attacking style in this game? Was there actually an attacking style in this game? I... Well, I think Chicago, depending on where Kerr at 
at the moment is is comfortable kind of minute by minute either works in a 4-3-3 or a 4-2-3-1 I think when uh Yuki Nagasato is on the field it actually works more like a 4-4-2 I think that they want some flexibility there so even their midfield uh, uh squad can feel some flexibility in where they are I think you saw maybe the worst of that, though, in Seattle this weekend where uh, Kerr looked like she was by herself for a lot of the game. Um, And when she did get the ball, it was because she had come back quite a bit to try to retrieve it. And it it just – it didn't – I thought – I mean, this is where I don't want to get too down on them because I thought Chicago did a nice job in general – obviously containing a very dangerous Seattle team, but offensively I saw very little from them this weekend. Yeah, I think I, I can't remember if it was in our hot time roundtable or if it was just some post-game thoughts that we had. And I, we you just made a very, talk and talk and chat, talk. Who chat, even chat knows? About the Red Stars. <laughs> but something I, I want, I picked very specifically, I can't remember where it was, but you said something along the lines of we're so good at containing – but I don't know where we're really at with everything else. And that's kind of sort of how it feels. And I think when we had our Red Stars brunch, or I'm not sure when last time we all of us kind of recorded together, um, I think it was with the Houston game specifically. I think it was on an episode that I did just by myself <laughs> talking about Houston where I just kind of felt like there's still a lot of those same questions about this team um, going into these matches and then having coming away with all of these draws and yeah you're getting points and we christened the team as a scan gang and and that's been a lot of fun and we've rolled with that for a really long time over at hot time in old town but it kind of is feeling like all right well what would be the ultimate scam at this point getting us a win right yeah i think um and then we, we did this has been an ongoing discussion it was i just think in our chat where i i mentioned that i i really do think chicago is when they are given the task of frustrating a game, another team's game plan, they're really good at that. I think when they are given the task of putting together a cohesive game plan of their own to dominate somebody else, that's when they start to look a little bit lost, which is how you end up dropping points against the Dash or the Spirit or Sky Blue, where when you start to look at this season as more of a numbers game, they aren't in a great place right now. I I would say that I am rarely really disturbed by one particular result, but it's turning into a full season campaign that has a lot less promise right now than it did at the beginning of the season. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with a lot of what you, what you're saying. I think, um, scam game was sort of born out of that fact where it's like you're coming into this you're coming in from an off season where you're sort of faced with some of these shortcomings headed into the season like you've got all these players with injuries and you've got Sam Kerr out on national team duty uh so you're figuring out ways to sort of survive within those first sort of six or seven weeks right but you're starting to get these components back to your team that you were sort of waiting on like oh yeah like once this team really comes together and really comes together, they're going to get the ball rolling. So I guess with 
right with this match, you've got Sam Kerr at four games under her belt with, with the Red Stars, right? So I guess what I'm sort of wondering is these moments of seeing Sam Kerr so isolated <laughs> up top, just sort of being like on this one-woman island, right? I'm wondering if it's like a bit of like just frustration, you know, even her part that maybe she's not feeling so integrated with the with the team yet and like the goals maybe necessarily haven't been coming. I mean, she, in fairness, she's got four games on her belt and two goals to date, right? She's doing all right. She's doing okay. Yeah. She's doing all right. Uh, but I think in this league, because we talk about so much of the parity and how these early points sort of matter, even though they don't really matter and et cetera, et cetera, you start looking at some of those quote unquote like star players and maybe asking some of those questions. So do you think it's maybe like a mixture of maybe not being integrated yet, or maybe she's feeling some of like all of the soccer she's been playing? Cause Sam Kerr has played a lot of soccer. She hasn't had much time off. Yeah. How do you feel about Sam Kerr right now with the Red Stars? Um, I want to, I do want to disclaimer what I'm about to say with that. I'm probably not the best person to ask. I'm, in just in my nature, I'm the kind of person that like goes to see like a music concert and spends the whole time wondering if the person on stage is having a nice time. So I I worry about some of these things a little too much, maybe. I feel you. Um, but uh, I think I think Sam Kerr. Oh God, it's it's hard to kind of describe because I think part of it is just that in general with the talent consolidation in the league, perhaps what Sam Kerr was able to do last year, she just might not be able to do this year consistently. I think that things, teams look very different right now than they did last year. So I think that asking her to be at the same production rate as last year is a little bit different. I yeah, also think, I agree. I also think that the sky blue system that had her succeed so wildly and her team not do as well isn't one that you can rely on and therefore wouldn't expect that either from the red stars um in that they want to build from the back they want play to be dictated by their midfielders and in that they're not asking sam kerr to carry them she's not going to however (laughs) um there are other internationals coming back to these teams who are integrating themselves quicker than Kerr has so far. And I'm not sure so much as it's cause for worry as it is just something to maybe make a mental check note of at this point and see how things progress from here. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. And, um, I think, which game was it? I think it was after, I think it was after that, that two, two Houston draw mm-hmm. in the post game where, head coach Rory Dane's kind of mentioned like you know we haven't figured out the best way to utilize Sam Kerr yeah so yeah to be fair Chicago's been very upfront that they're just still working at at the very least even just working injured players in they're figuring it out and they've been very open about that yeah like I I feel like it's we're in this sort of part of the season where you could still sort of say it's like early enough to kind of figure things out like, we're not even at the halfway point, you know what I mean, yeah, of right. this season. We're, like, week eight, right? Yeah. Even though the, the Red Stars have played, like, ten games. I hate it. I hate it so much. You love it. <laughs> Everybody loves it. Be exhausted. It's Yay. the best feeling ever. <laughs> Yay. Um, 
Yeah, so it's like you're talking about like uh, eight weeks in, you know, 20, 24 game season. So it's like you're not necessarily really at that that halfway point yet. And then I feel like, unfortunately for the Red Stars, they're kind of going to have to constantly be sort of like repairing themselves on, on the go, I think, in fairness, for the rest of the season. Because you still got players like DiBernardo and Casey Short, who have yet to come out to the 45 and start being integrated with the team. So I just kind of feel like, like you said, like it's just maybe a mental check to put there and just sort of take note of and kind of take a look at as these games progress. And like, for example, like with, with Julia, it's like with this game, she ended up going uh, 75 minutes after she had 45 minutes and that for in her first game back. And I was told for this game that that was a that that was ultimately the plan to get her 75 minutes um in this match and and bring her off and then they brought on Nagasato which you and I both have feelings about I have a pet peeve about that that we, uh, strategy but I we, get it I do get it yeah I absolutely understand the managing of minutes I really we, do yeah exactly we 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 enjoy watching us some some Nagasato um and kind of, I think I feel safe in speaking for both of us where we both feel like when she's on the pitch, good things will happen. So the less that she's on it, it almost, like, you just kind of feel that frustration. At the very least, Kerr looks a lot less alone when Nagasato's on the pitch. Word. I feel that. Yeah. If you had to uh, give any specific player sort of, like, an MVP status for this particular match, which is difficult, again, because it's a 0-0 draw, and then... You had the type of officiating that took place, which we'll talk about briefly. Mm -hmm. But if you had to pick sort of an MVP for this match, who would it be? I was still struck by the authority that Nikki Stanton has in that midfield. I should have went first. (laughs) I I stole it. Um, She, I love the way that she has just made this team her own. You talk, I mean, maybe you look at, a way that Kerr is still figuring that out, whereas Stanton has come right in and just like this is the kind of this is the kind of way she wants to play. She one hundred percent is in her best place when she is fulfilling the game plan of this team, and she she's the as of to to me she's the most in player important player out there for them right now. Yeah, same Z's. Yeah, feel the same way. Probably probably yeah. MVP for me too. Yeah. Uh, I believe I had a couple players in, in my preview for Hot Time who were the players to watch. And, uh, of course, it was Sam Kerr. And I also said that Alyssa Nair was probably going to have a big game because Alyssa Nair tends to bring I in. don't want to discount what Alyssa, yeah, Alyssa Nair did this weekend. She is yeah. really killing it out Alyssa there. Nair yeah. brought her, like, big girl gloves, yeah. for real. Yeah. Like, against these kinds of teams, she mm-hmm. does that. She um, looked so much more comfortable with the ball at her feet, too. Just she She's doing a great job. But yeah. I just still think that maybe if we're looking in – positions where the red stars are struggling a little bit stanton is still just yeah for sure yeah. so it's like yeah i would definitely give a shout out to near yeah as one of who she was one of my players to watch but so was nikki stanton i think i referred to her as like the real one yeah. to watch she like is. in the preview because like she is a real one re- nikki yeah. stanton is a real yeah. ass one yeah. like for real i mean it's just like you said like it's just great to like we're talking about players who like find themselves integrating in these teams and how maybe for some players it takes a little bit of time and other players they just kind of jump right in and I feel Nikki Stanton for the Red Stars has become one of those just jumped right in it kind of players and uh shout out to her yellow card in the 26th minute 
because yeah, that I, was such a oh come I on said this, I said this off mic but like I'm not gonna be one to act like Nikki Stanton is not a physical player but that one I just don't think she did it man I just don't think that was on her it, it, it kind of sucks when like that happens right you've got your players in this league yeah. let's be real like you've got your players in this league we're just like all right, well, let me look at this lineup of this match, and who do I think is maybe going to come away out of this match with a yellow card? And you think of certain players, and it's like McCall's Boney's got that reputation. You, Lindsay Horan has got that reputation. Lindsay Horan's got that rep of, like, getting those yellows but, like, never getting that fifth yellow. But she, she gets those yellows, gets man. Yellow. Or the second. Never the- gets that second yellow. <laughs> you know, she, she knows what she's doing. She just gets them. Yeah. You know, the tactical folly. Yeah. You know, so you have those – players i would even maybe put like Alyssa motts in that list yeah i mean you know? chicago's then, got him chicago's like and then you've play. also got like nikki stans or even you watch what katrina gory has been doing the last couple of weeks exactly. she knows what she's doing so it was like so kind of funny like oh my god this officiating dude it like <laughs> the it's like it's almost like the game was such a struggle bus that like to add in sort of like this just not good i I don't i I wish i could articulate that better but just to sort of see and witness is not good like officiating taking place just sort of like took that away and then to see nikki stan get the yellow in the 26 minutes and you're like oh but you could have saved that for like a real time right (laughs) for me i i i really don't mind if a ref plays it tight i really don't mind if a ref plays it loose you just have to be consistent and that's just what you didn't see in that game this week. Yeah. I especially like man, those last fifteen minutes were pretty wild. Yeah. On both sides yep. of the pitch. Or, or excuse me, both sides of the ball. Just just real, real wild. Like you saw like Sam Kerr was definitely letting the official know like, hey, yo, uh, you got a whistle. Like use that. Yep. You know, you could just sort of see it. Like in those winding minutes of a match, like I think it's gonna gonna come out more. But uh had a wild ending, but not a unfortunately not a wild result in Chicago Red Stars Live to play another day and got that draw. They're yeah. the drawiest team to ever draw. I mean, a point from Seattle feels better than a point from Houston. So, wow. Yeah. That, I know. Was that too harsh? That was. It was. I know if people it's can't how, see my face right now, but it's I like feel. she just shook me it's right how now. I feel. <laughs> Claire just shook me with that. Too stomach. many draws. I'm going to get nasty. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, I will. You know, they've got a fun game coming. They're coming back home, right? Wrestlers are coming back home before we preview that game. Um, some fun stuff happening this week along with the Chicago Red Stars match against the Orlando Pride. It is going to be their Pride Night. And uh, also taking place this week, uh, Chicago Local 134 has got their annual benefit taking place with uh, Tottenham Sparrows of Chicago. And it's a third annual benefit, and it's a lot of good stuff. I spoke to Anna Amato from Shiloh going through four, and we talked about a lot of good stuff that's happening. They have an auction that's taking place, and um, I'm going to enter in some of that audio right now. And uh, along with the benefit that's taking place this Thursday, also talk a little about uh, about some of the cool stuff that they have taking place on Saturday for the official Pride game for the Red Stars. So check it out. Hello and welcome to the special portion of Southside Tribe Podcast. I have a special guest with me right now to talk about some fun Red Stars community stuff. I'm going to allow my special guest to introduce herself. Special guest, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, this is Anna Amato with Chicago Local 134. Shout out to Local 134, y'all. If you need 
to enhance your game day experience, you guys need to shout out and reach out to Chicago Local 134. They do a lot of great stuff for and with the Red Stars. And we're actually going to talk about something really cool coming up. You guys have an event coming up on May 24th, correct? Can you tell me a little bit about your event coming up? Yeah, that's correct. Um, So this is our third annual benefit that we co-sponsor with the Chicago Tottenham Hotspur Group, uh, as well as the Chicago Red Stars. And the benefit is for Connections for Abused Women and Their Children, which is a domestic abuse shelter here in Chicago. And uh, we're really excited about it. It kind of started out as a small event um, within the, the Chicago Spurs group two years ago, and then they asked local to get involved. And then the Red Stars heard about it, and they jumped in. So it's slowly been growing, and we're really excited for this year. Um, so there's a couple bits to it. So there is a limited open bar and some appetizers. It's a $40 buy-in. Um, and then there is going to be some family feuds, so get brushed up on your trivia. Um, and then there's also a silent auction. And um, some of it's already up on the website. Um, but everything will be there in person, and you can uh, do anything you want. Um, a lot of it is Chicago Spurs. There are some Red Stars uh, ticket items as well. Uh, one of them is a signed jersey by the team. I'm actually looking at the website right now to see what else we've got. Um, if you're a Spurs fan, um, there's a signed Spurs kit. Uh, if you're a really big Spurs fan, there's a ticket to the, a match in London. Um, one of the e-board members of Chicago Spurs is doing a barbecue dinner for you and five of your friends. Yeah, I'm looking um, at I'm looking at the website right now, and you guys got a lot of cool stuff on this auction site right now. Yeah, like yeah, literal so, like literal Spurs match tickets. Like that's a pretty big deal. So we every year we reach out to Tottenham Hotspur over in England and let them know about the charity, and they donate stuff directly to us. So it's really great that both the Red Stars and Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, donate to this incredible event. I gotta, um, I gotta ask. There's a straight up barbecue dinner on yes. on the auction list. What is, what does that entail? What is this barbecue dinner about? So um, this year, it's being hosted by Austin, and he will cook uh, a full barbecue spread for you and five of your friends. So it's up to six people, and he'll either deliver it to you or you can go over to his house and he'll create dinner for you. Um, the local 134 e-board actually voted on last year that was an evening in Ethiopia, and one of the former e-board members and her mother made us a homemade, uh, totally authentic Ethiopian dinner, and I can confirm it was one of the best meals I've ever had. I so, think that I think that's like the sleeper auction pick. Like, I, I want to give that some love. Like, I don't think people understand, like, how awesome that probably is going to be. <laughs> I, that's the one that I'm absolutely bidding on. Usually we'll try and pull our money together and be like, all right, who's down for some barbecue or Uh-oh. I, I feel like I just put it on blast. <laughs> I feel like I just put it on blast right now. I'm like, now you're going to have competition. <laughs> that's fair. It's all for charity. So, you know, if someone outbids us. That's awesome. Good yeah, no, I, it's, it's, the, the website is live right now, guys. So please check out some of this cool stuff and maybe try to, to go ahead and, and place a bid. Is there uh, something that people can do besides, like, let's say they can't maybe attend um, the event or maybe they can't uh, find time or the, or significant funds to, to bid on some of this cool stuff? Is there, like, something they could do to get you guys, like, a flat rate, like, just a flat donation? 
yeah, so Chicago Sports handles all the money side of things, so I um, can absolutely reach out and give you guys the, the point of contact for it. Um, Victoria Doker has been my point of contact. Um, she's also a Red Stars fan. Um, so if you guys can't make it but you'd still like to donate to it, please reach out to Chicago Local 134 on Twitter or Chicago Spurs on Twitter um, and just shoot us a DM. We're happy to um, take your money if you're willing to donate and you can't make the event. <laughs> Happily, we'll take take your money. I think it's it's a it's a good thing if it's for charity, you know, you should you should happily be taking people's money if it's for charity. Yeah. And I and I love that it's sort of this like joint partnership just combo between like the Chicago Spurs fandom and then like the Chicago local one three four fan. I shouldn't say that because like I'm like low key a Chelsea fan, but I got a lot of love for the Spurs. I do. My cousin is a Spurs fan. You know, so it's like it's all good. I got a lot of love. So I I'm really excited uh, for this event and um. I think it's going to be I well hopefully it's going to be a good turnout for you guys and I know since it's the third annual benefit like hopefully it just grows bigger and bigger for you guys. I hope this is going to be like one that knocks out last year's numbers and I hope when and if it happens again next year that it like grows even bigger and hopefully you can get more people involved and I think I saw something where there's going to be actual like players like sort of involved in the yeah. event as well. So um, historically, we've had about three players show up every year. Um, and when we reached out to the front office for the Red Stars, we were like, hey, you know, can any of the players come this year? We'd really love if we could have a couple players come. And they had asked the team who was interested and a lot more super interested. So the current guest list, which is currently subject to change based on player health, um, which they wanted us to note, we have Craig Harrington, who's the assistant coach for the Red Stars, Danny Colaprico, Summer Green, Aaron Gilliland, Emily Boyd, Lauren Kasky, Alyssa Motts, Vanessa DiBernardo, Taylor Camo, and Sophia Huerta. Very so cool. We've got, we've got about a third of the team in the all-star lineup coming to uh, support the event. That's really awesome. I, I think it's like I love hearing that kind of stuff because I feel like this uh, Chicago Red Stars squad are – are usually pretty active, like, in the community and when it comes to community events in and around Chicago. Like, they're going to be doing stuff with you guys with, with this annual benefit. Um, I know they do a lot of stuff with, with Steph McCaffrey and her hidden, her hidden gems um, mm -hmm. organization. And they always are, like, partnering up with stuff. So it's good to see that they're partnering up with, with the supporters group and, and being a part of this. Like, a, that goes with, like, the whole, like, getting bigger and, like, getting better. It's like you're doing it for the third time. Like, who knows? Like, yeah. maybe like maybe next year you guys are going to get even more players. So, so hopefully that works yeah. out. Okay. But so I, I want to maybe segue into next week a little bit and talk about Pride because um, I know there's some good stuff to that. But um, before we do that, just to remind everybody, this event is taking place on Thursday, May 24th. It's going to be at Atlantic Bar and Grill. Brought to you by both Tottenham Hotspur Chicago and Chicago Local 134 in partnership with the Chicago Red Stars. Um, 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Uh, hit up both Chicago Local 134 and Tottenham Hotspur Chicago for more information. If you guys have uh, any other questions, just reach out. As Anna has said, they're very open and, uh, you know, available and ready to take your money. So. That I think that also I think that also includes like jumping ahead to next week. Uh, Chicago's going to have their 
their Pride game, their annual Pride game, and they're having it a little earlier this year, uh, May 26th, right? That's going to be the game against the Pride? Yes, yes, May 26th, the official Pride game. Usually, in the in the time that I've covered, the couple seasons that I've covered Chicago Red Stars, the, the Pride game, for me, like, personal experience, has probably been the most lit, honestly. Like, it's just zero. Like, it's a lot of fun, this, this game. Usually, it's like, you've got, finally, you've like, okay, here's this beautiful weather everyone's been talking about and been waiting for, right? Like, usually it's, like, really nice out, and the Red Stars usually put on, like, a really good match. I believe that year they actually came up with a win, right? Um, I do believe it was a win. Yeah. What do you guys have set up for, for the Pride game for people who want to look for a good time to kick off Pride Month? Yeah, absolutely. So, fingers crossed we have good weather again this year. I know the weather's been a little foul for the first third of this uh, season, but um, – we are partnering with Chicago Red Stars and uh, doing a joint tailgate. Um, so we are not going to be in our normal gravel lot at Toyota Park. We're going to be more centrally located. So please feel free to stop by. I think they're, uh, they're going with some sandwiches, and then we're going to bring a bunch of sides and desserts. Of course, Anne will be baking. Um, so we're, we're definitely going to do a joint effort, um, and then once the game is ready to go into full swing, you will see all of Local 134 with our pride flags, our trans flags, celebrating and hopefully coming away with three points at the end of that match. That sounds awesome. I guess I don't have to ask you if you have any predictions on who's going to win the game, uh, <laughs> if it's going to be Chicago I, Red Stars or this Orlando Pride. so upset about letting Orlando get their first win against us that they just They've got a point to prove, and I think they're going to come away with a three point. Yeah, that was that was a tough game, tough, tough, tough and rough match to watch and and, and cover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, weather didn't cooperate. It was just a, a no. rough two hours. It's it's been it's been it's been rough weather wise for us and yeah. for, the, for the for the team. But I, I'm with you. Hopefully they can they can get a win. But and I just want to take thank you for for taking the time to chill with me a little bit talk about all the awesome stuff that you're doing uh, with Chicago Local 134. You guys are amazing. You guys are growing every year, and you guys help bring the noise to the games. And uh, I know everybody really appreciates that when they're watching, whether it's on Go90 or Lifetime Channel or those of us who are in the press box. Uh, it makes for a great atmosphere in the game. So thank you for all the work that you do, and hopefully we can have you on again in the future. Thank you so much. No doubt. So, yeah, if, uh, everybody out there gets a, has time to go support this benefit on Thursday, May 24th, you should definitely go do that because uh, proceeds go to a really good cause. And if you can't make it Thursday, you should definitely go Saturday to see the Chicago Red Stars play against the Orlando Pride in honor of their Pride match. So the Red Stars are really good about hosting a Pride night or a Pride game um, pretty much every year. And they're hosting this one a little bit early on May 26th, really kicking. They're getting the party started. They're getting it in. Yeah. They're getting it in, which I, honestly, I got to say, I like. I think it's pretty smart. Um, I think just sort of considering the schedule and how it was laid out, um, this was a good opportunity to take because for people who don't know, Pride in Chicago, it gets pretty wild. It's for real. Yeah. Y'all. It's it, a it gets, real deal. It gets pretty, pretty wild. Yeah. It's a good time. It y- is. Y'all should come through. I'm yeah. just saying. The whole month, it's a party. Yeah, it literally, it, thank you. Yeah. It literally is the whole month, which is my point in saying, like, it's a good thing for me that I think that they're having it on May 26th. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To sort of kick things off. Yeah. 
And shout out to the Red Stars because they're not going to stop with all of the awesome Pride celebrations. It's just that's the official Pride game. Um, they recently put out a promotional video talking about that they're partnering um, with the You Can You Can Play campaign. They have a really cool video on their YouTube channel and social media handles right now. So go check that out if you can. Um, so they've got stuff going on through. I'd also say even just for the, the this game coming up this weekend, even if you can't make the match, just uh, packaged in with a ticket to the game is a real cool T-shirt. So, Y'all should cop it. Yeah. So I would say take a look, see what you can swing. It's it's worth it. The merch is good. The design this year yeah. for the Pride shirt. Mm-hmm. Is really really cool. I like it a lot. It's it's skyline based, which yes. I think is sick. The skyline's all rainbow. Yep. I think it's a really nice look. It's super gay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh I'm yeah. Into that, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's like really really good. So even if you're not able to like go to the game, you're gonna get a chance to get a really cool shirt. And again, there's more cool stuff that's gonna come out that I probably can't tell you about yet. So just yeah, stay, stay tuned. tuned. Just stay tuned for that. But. Before we exit this episode, we're going to preview that Pride game real, real quickly. Claire, do you have any predictions going in this game? I don't know anymore. Um, Come on, man. I know. Just get a win, man. I know, right? I just like the, the – op- okay, fine. I'm going to like go super – it's Pride night. I'm going to go like optimistic. Like maybe Orlando scores, scores first, but we win like 2-1. I'm good with that. I'm into that. Yeah. I appreciate the Red Stars when they play from behind. Yeah, they're really good at Particularly it. Particularly this season. Yeah. I don't like how it feels no. right away, but I do like when they like yeah. get that equalizer or play hungry yeah. from behind. Don't get me wrong. I, pull, I'd like... I mean, like, to their credit, they pull it out more often than not. Like, true that. they figure it out. So. True that. Respect. Yeah. And I, again, who wouldn't want to see, like, a dominating match? But at this point, I think... Across the board, just take a win. Yeah, at this point, right? I would love a win. Do it, do it for the gay kids, yeah. guys. Right, just win for the yeah little gay. No children. pressure, no pressure. <laughs> but, just do it for just do just it for like, the do it. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Just do it for yeah. the little gay children. Yeah, and just win the game. It's totally fine. You could do that. This will be like your Babe Ruth moment. Yeah, for the gay kids. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I mean, if we're really dreaming big, I would love. For specifically Kerr to score a couple in a game. That would be lit. Yeah. If Sam Kerr got more than yeah. one goal for she the got two. Chicago on, on Pride game. Sam Kerr brace for Chicago. Into that. On Pride night. Pretty awesome. That sounds good to me. Do you want to see any changes to the lineup? Would you, do you want to see like Gilliland back up top with Kerr at all? Um, I think the hard thing is I think you get into the you get into the real nitty gritty of like who's back but not really. So if everyone's healthy, I would love to see Rosie White get some minutes. I don't know exactly how far back on the road to recover she actually is. She's in the 18 consistently. She hasn't seen any minutes on the field yet. Um, I think that in a way, like like Stanton, where you don't even necessarily like register it going into it, I think she could be a huge impact on the team. Um, I want Nagasato and Kerr starting this game. Um and yeah, I think also maybe Ertz as a super sub versus uh, just trying to work it out as a starter for now. For now. I want Julie Ertz playing all the time, <laughs> obviously. But for right now, she might have a little bit more purpose uh, coming in a little bit later. That's fair. 
I'll take that. Just because a player is maybe I'm just I'm just throwing I'm just I'm just, I'm just throwing this out yeah. there. Just because yeah. uh, and this is just speaking in generalities. Any player that comes back from injury, like I think if they tend to if they're back physically, that's great. But you know, there's still like that mental component that comes with it. It's been a while. You know what I mean? She's been kind of playing day so, in day out. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm with you on everything. Like I, I wanna I, I want the win. Uh, if they change up the lineup, cool. Hopefully it's something that brings a good game. In, in contrast, I think the the lineup that they posted this past weekend can win. This is that's the thing. True that. It's like it's less about personnel and it's more just like keying in to what we can do best to to get the W. I also want to give a special shout out to Sarah Gordon. Pretty much hope that she's okay. Got a little bloody in the match. Yeah, just against a Seattle. Bit. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a good thing she didn't have her hoops on right then. She would have had to take them off and throw some fisticuffs. Yeah, that would have been tough. <laughs> would have been rough. Yeah. Would have been rough. Would have been the only thing to do. <laughs> yeah, that would have been the only thing left. So yeah, we'll see what the starting lineup uh, looks like on Saturday. It's the it's the lifetime game of the week, guys. So it's gonna be uh, an early kickoff. It's a uh, 2.30 is usually when the post-game stuff. Yeah, 2.30 central, I think, kickoffs right around, around 2.45. Right. Um, if you can come to this one, go. It's going to be, like, real good vibes. True that. So if I'm going to be there, guys. Yeah. Come yeah, through. Go see Sandra. Pull up. like, if there's one to go to, I, I really think it's this one. So, like, please, please, please come turn out. I think... Yeah, you, it's, it's it's worth it. Sun is gonna be out, y'all. I've been I've been it checking. Is. I've been the checking. It's gonna be so good. I've been checking. And I'm like, oh man, yeah. like today was like, yeah, rainy and cruddy. God but loves it's like, the gays, man. It's gonna be nice. Sun is gonna, sun is gonna <laughs> be shining gonna be on be the gays, y'all. Yeah, and all the allies too. Oh yeah, Claire, where can the good people find you and your work? Oh, um, yeah, I'm on Twitter as uh, Scout Ripley. Uh, that's the name of my band put a record out recently we're also like playing some shows this summer if you want to like come see it happen come check us out on facebook i'll also be posting on the twitter but like yeah come come check it out if you're in the chicago area and i you can find me on hot time in old town and i also am uh i pester pester those boys over at at equalizer too so you can see me there (laughs) claire has had some uh double podcasting duties oh boy You'll, She's in high, high demand. My, but Claire knows where home is at. It's all my, about yeah. Time. My disembodied my, my disembodied voice is everywhere. But this is this is really where I'm at. This is home right here. But uh, if you guys want to continue to follow the Southside Trap podcast, you can do that on Twitter at Southside Trap Pod with one letter P, guys. If you want to follow me and my shenanigans, you can follow me on Twitter as well at Sandrera underscore. That's H E R R. E-R-A underscore. And thank you all so much for hanging out today. And even if you're not in Chicago, you should definitely go stand Scott Ripley, their kick-ass band. You're welcome. Peace out, everybody.